Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Cola to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. So no matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And now, the Mighty Mighty Boston's. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Cousin Sal, Master Tate Frazier, the CEO of this podcast, working the board. What's up, Tate? I'm very excited. Halloween week. I'm excited to hear what Harry's going to be for Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring these guys on. My gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my wizards of wagering, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Uh, what's happening, bud? What's going on, buddy? I'm glad to hear you upbeat, brother Bry, because you <laughs> you've hit some bad beats that can make you not upbeat. Uh, we'll go over those in a second. I had a bad, well, not really a bad beat, just a bad pick. I'm now they've thrust me onto this college uh, pregame show on Fox Sports. Actually, it was on Fox this week. And Tate, I went against your team, North Carolina, two double-digit losses on the road. Figured Syracuse had a bye. They, they had to avenge uh, a two-game losing streak, giving 10 points. Carolina comes out, they're winning almost the whole game. What's going on? <laughs> Tate, you have to warn me of things like this. I had no idea. They lose in overtime. Even watching the game, I, I was just naming players by the number, you know? Because yeah. I, I just couldn't even, I don't even know their names anymore. It's kind of sad. But I, I, they played well, but we knew that they were going to lose. So I'm sorry the beat went bad for you. But never trust Carolina. Even though I guess they covered this week, so maybe for once, for once they did their job. They did. Harry, I, I was cursing Harry in Syracuse. I'm like, this team doesn't belong in a bowl game. This is terrible. <laughs> Screw them. Uh, Dungey was awful the first half. What did he have, like 57 yards, Harry, by the end of the first 57 half? 57 yards at halftime. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, my uh, unfortunately, my girl girlfriend was sick all week and uh, in the hospital. She's uh, feeling a little better now, but. I had to. I couldn't. I had to watch the end. As soon as the game, Tate, Tate, as soon long, as soon as that game went to overtime, I had to sneak out, went to my car to look from the hospital to listen <laughs> to the overtime on Sirius Radio. I had to hear it. Mm. It kind of, it kind of was like the Wagner game, right? For you, sort of the same. <laughs> and then when you came back, she <laughs> had, give, she thing. had given birth. When, when you came back, is that, oh. is that there's no end to that stuff? What? No, that's was, not how it I ends. I was a little worried about that. She was, you know, a little sick, you know, but right. uh, no, uh, no go on that. Okay, good. I'm. Uh, well, I think people are most surprised that you have a car. I think out of that story. But listen, let's talk. It's been a long week. I had a pretty good weekend gambling wise, even though, like, I don't know. I'm giving out picks on Lock It In on Fox Sports four thirty to five thirty, Eastern live Monday through Friday, and those go against the ones I give out on Twitter. I think I gave the Jaguars and the over. In the Kansas City, uh, the night game, Kansas City. Who the hell did they play? Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Bengals, yeah. yeah, 45-10. Yeah, 45-10. That was 56. Brother Bry, though, you were on the bad side, the wrong side of all these bad beats. You want to go over them one by one? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's relive this, <laughs> yeah. this, this shit. I, I really I feel so bad. I felt so awful last night. Oh, yeah. my God. it's it's. I, I just want to explode. Like I, I'm, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, you reach a breaking point sometimes in gambling, and last yeah. night I was like, "Oh man, I just don't know how much longer I could do this." This is just—I was—I just got four straight, like my four straight big bets were just crazy losses. So the first one, I needed the Ravens to finish off a parlay on Sunday, 
you know, we know what happened with Tucker missing the extra point, which, you know, he's never missed an extra point. You just so needed the money line, right? that was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I had parlayed the Chiefs minus six and a half with the over 57. We Ugh. know what happened with that, with the over. 45, I mean, we 10, uh, 45, 10, 12 minutes know, left. We had like 48 points with like 27 minutes left. So, yeah. I, I mean, there's so many things about that game I, I want to complain about, but... Mm. I, we, I could see it happening. I, we were texting back and forth with like 12 minutes left in the fourth, and I'm like, holy shit, I, I think we might, not, we might not get this. And um, I mean, I think so my, biggest, I, I, problem, I feel my like, biggest problem with him not yeah. kick, kicking the field goal, though, Sal, was that if you're going to pass down the field that whole time, then mm-hmm. you're, still like, you're still trying at that point. You still have Mahomes in. You're still trying. Like, if you just wanted to run the ball out, I could see if that was the case, but... Oh, my God. And like you said, I think you said it on the pod with Simmons. Uh, they put in that backup, and that kid was just getting one playoff every uh, 45 seconds. He was, so like, was fun. from the marching band from Xavier or something. Yeah. I don't know where that guy was from. But, no, the Chiefs, that, that's the thing that kills me when teams don't want to run it up, and Andy Reid didn't want to run it up, could have taken the short field goal, fourth and four, uh, like you said, against Cincinnati. But, hey, you're not taking a knee the next play, right? You're running. What right. was it like a sweep left? The guy could have easily scored. So the whole not running it up thing is weird, and the fact that that didn't go over, which would have been the sixth straight primetime game to go over, I feel like something fishy is happening there. All right, so finish. The, that's only halfway for Brother Bry's bad. Yeah, beats. yeah, and I'm I'm actually most pissed about Dalton in that game. He was just he was dog shit. Right. So then I was like, so then after that game's over on Sunday, I'm like, guys, I'm betting my house on the Falcons. I decide not to bet the money line. I bet the Falcons minus four and a half. They were inches away from getting a first down and ending the game with like two minutes left. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you recall that, but then they took a false start penalty and then they decided to kick the field goal to go up 11, which as soon as that happened, Harry and I at the same exact time text each other. uh, We know like the Giants are scoring a touchdown and I'm losing this, but Mm -hmm. it, it was so comical. The fact that Manning couldn't score back to back and then threw that pass and then, Barkley runs in a two-point conversion. As a a gambler, you don't want the Falcons to make that field goal. If you're up eight, you want them to remain up eight so that they play defense. I know people backing the Falcons were probably celebrating when that guy kicks the long field goal, but that was not the way to go. They went down the field. Did you guys feel that Beckham, that should have been reviewed? I don't know that he dragged his foot there. Was that third or fourth down when they scored the touchdown? Third down. Yeah, he was in. He He was in? He dragged that second? I didn't know if that had come down. Yeah, he got it down. All right. Well, that was terrible. That was terrible. But it wasn't uh, over yet. (laughs) So I should keep going with this. So then after that, I'm so pissed off. I'm like, the only thing that was still on at that point in time was the Laker game. It was halftime. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bet the Lakers Mm -hmm. plus 130 at the half to win this game. So in that game, they're down. The Lakers are down eight with about a minute left, Mm -hmm. six with 30 something seconds left. They make a crazy comeback, tie it up. They go up six with 50 seconds left in overtime. Uh, LeBron misses two free throws. Patty Mills hits a game-winning jumper. So yeah. then I lose that one. But we like I. You could just. These are just the days where you just feel it happening. You know it's going to happen. Even when you texted me like, "Oh wow, they tied it up." I'm like, I feel like they're going to hit a game-winning three, and I'm going to lose this in overtime. Yeah. Like you just know when it's happening. It's just awful. And My that's God. what we're talking. <laughs> We're talking uh, 30 hours and four, four bad ones there. Uh, right, right. Uh, All in a row. And those were my main four ones in a row. Tate, like, what's with. Really Tate, when, when did they pick, 
hit the panic button, the Lakers. I feel like this is LeBron last year with the, with the Cavs. They gave up a ton of points. They were playing no defense. And you're like, oh, boy, are they going to even make the playoffs? They're going to be a sixth seed, and then they win the conference championship. Not going to happen in the West, right? It is kind of crazy that if you look at the standings after week one, the Thunder are in last in the West. They're 15th. They're 0-3. Uh-huh. Then you got the Lakers, who are 0-3. And then you got the Rockets, who are 1-2. and Yeah. So if you just showed someone those standings after week one, that would be you know, pretty wild. I've always thought LeBron's going to trade these kids away, and I think it's it, after Ingram got in the fight, and as it continues to spiral out of control, uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. They'll, they'll make a trade. They'll make a move. It's a lot of what one twenty eight, one thirty four. What they, they've given up so many points, so many points in three games. All right, Parley kid, you didn't have a bad beat, but the Jaguars were a bad bet, and like I said, I was on them too. Yeah. Uh, what happened? What would you? Would, do we just stay away from the AFC South games, and uh, we stay well, away from the NFC East games? Yeah, well, so to my defense here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had a, I had a five-team parlay this weekend, but originally it was a four-team, and then my buddy Jason Whitlock calls me, <laughs> and he convinced me to take the Jaguars. Right. So I don't know if you guys probably talked about that on the show a little bit. Yeah. Uh, about that that whole Jags pick with the parlay. Right. So I put him on this parlay, and uh, it turns out uh, that was the one loser of my whole my whole weekend was the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, and which says you can't. Can't go with the Jaguars again. No, you know, cannot go with the Jags again. They're uh, here's here's something for you. I got a perfect match. Why not trade Eli Manning, Harry, <laughs> to the Jags? Let him finish his career there with Tom Coughlin mm-hmm. running the show. Go ahead, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with Jacksonville. I don't. Uh, I thought they were the good pick there. That now it's three straight. First halves that they've been shut out the first time in franchise history, I think. Um, I don't know what the fix is there or who's going to win that division. Simmons and I bet the Colts at twenty to one yesterday to win the AFC South. Now I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe it's more likely that they get a wild card. But um, Tate, what do you? Is there anyone in the AFC South? You're from the South. <laughs> yeah, but not the AFC South. I see. Uh, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texans, right, they're first now, which is they're four and three. Yeah. So that, that's nice to see. But they, they still look, you know, kind of bad, even though Bill O'Brien said it was hard to win a game in the NFL. Uh the Jags, <laughs> the Jags won't trade for a quarterback, so you got Bortles. But the good news is that, that Bortles has never lost in London, and the Eagles have never played outside of the US. Right. So this week, there is hope that they can get they can bounce back and get a win, but I don't know. It, it seemed like Jalen Ramsey was pretty defeated after the game. And said there was a lot of problems no one's talking about. This is where Sir Blake shines. But has there ever a more subdued uh, four-game winning streak for a team than there is for the Texans? I can't believe they've won four in a row. It's all ugly. Feels all like ugly just wins. yesterday they they crapped the bed against the Giants, and then who else? They lo- they look bad against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're back. Zero and three to start the year. All right, now Harry, you had a winner. You had Purdue. Now you were all over Purdue. You were texting us about it a day two before, and I had Ohio State on a big money line parlay. So good for you. They kicked their ass, Purdue did, but you had a money line, you had first half, and you had the spread. You had them all over the place. I think for the week you only cleared like like $56 or $60. How does, how does this happen? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I had them plus 390 on the money line. I mean, yeah. I absolutely, I told you guys, if we if we were on the pod last week, they definitely would have been my best bet mm-hmm. of the week. Um, yeah, I think uh, this, this Bosa situation did a number on the morale of the Buckeyes leading into the game. Uh, Purdue only had the three losses. They've lost by a total of eight points this year. And you know, like watching that game, how slow did Ohio State look on both sides of the ball? They looked so bad. I mean, they were so awful. overmatched. I mean, it, yeah. I don't know what's going. You know, how they're going to move on. I mean, the Urban Meyer thing. It all it all factors in. You know, uh, and like you said, I, I cleaned up on that game. But 
on Sunday. I couldn't put anything really together. Um, I had Jacksonville on a money line parlay. Um, I had Flacco over 24 and a half completions. Mm-hmm. Get 23, looking good, and then Tucker misses uh, the extra point, like Brian said, and down the tubes. But uh, yeah. By the way, with the Big Ten. Just wondering if you guys still want to mock me about my preseason pick for Michigan. I don't think I do anymore. I don't know. Yeah. They play so, such clamped down defense. Great defense, right? Doesn't even matter what your what your Heisman offering Shea Patterson does. <laughs> I still think that's a nonsense pick. But yeah, who else? <laughs> Ohio State isn't even. What are they? Are they top ten? And they drop. Like, they drop nine spots. I think they're eleven now. They're eleven. I don't know who sneaks up there. That's bad. But but that game's in uh, Ohio State, right? When they play? It's in Ohio State, yeah. Yeah. All right. Who knows? Bring it. Bring it's it. messed up. Let's move uh <laughs> let's move back to the NFL. Now the MVP voting, I don't think we've gone over this since like week one or two. Is that right, guys? I don't think we've we've touched yeah, on it. Probably after week one. And and Parley Kid, after week one or maybe even before, you like Todd Gurley. I think it was after week one. And what'd you get him at thirty after week one. Thirty to one? It was thirty thirty to one after week one, Sal. So. That's oh, wow. pretty great. So now you're looking for a hedge because Gurley's currently plus 225. Uh, uh, yeah, it's incredible. Here's the thing. I go back and forth. It's not as boring as it's been in years past where it's just like Brady or Rodgers, you know? It's Mahomes, who everybody right. talks about every week. Lots of fun. He's plus 150. Gurley, as we mentioned, plus 225. And Breeze, plus 450. Parlay Kid, where's the hedge here? Is it Mahomes or is it Breeze or is it both? You know, so it could almost be both here, but... I would play it safe and probably just go with Mahomes. I think the numbers, I think Breeze, Sal, I, I still think he's really on the outside looking in. I know, what do you have him at, plus 450? That's what I saw. Uh, yeah. I, guess that's, I guess that's pretty good uh, value. But, uh, you know, right now, if you uh, just do the math, I mean, Mahomes is on pace. Again, these numbers are astronomical. He's on pace for about 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gurley himself at plus 225 is on pace for about 2,200 total yards and 32 touchdowns. Breeze is on pace for about 4,300 yards and 32 touchdowns. He does have no interceptions. Yeah. Keep in mind with Breeze, Sal, they're 5-1. and one. They could have lost to the Browns at home, and they could have easily lost this game to the Ravens. They could sit. They could be 3-3. Three and three. Uh, I think they come back. I don't, I don't think... Uh, I don't know, so I'm just not. I'm not uh, on Breeze's bandwagon, maybe like other people are. And I think his numbers right now are much further behind uh, Mahomes and Gurley. So I'm not even sure mm. if plus four fifty uh, is even good value. I don't know if that's even good value compared to those other numbers. But the NFL loves Breeze. They love him. They yeah. love him. And that's so, that's what that, I'm that's saying. That's a factor too. I'm saying. I'm all of a sudden in love with him, too. I don't know. The guy's been around forever, and I like him at plus 450. The number you didn't bring up, Parley Kid, 77% completion rate right there. That's insane. Yeah, and it was yeah, like I, seven. I know the Sam Bradfords of the world make make that a cheap stat, but this is not yeah. Drew Brees. Drew Brees throws downfield. And just like if I said to myself, what if Gurley has 30 touchdowns? How are they not going to give it to him? What if Breeze doesn't throw an interception? How are they not going to give it to him? 1,870 yeah, yards in six point. games. The problem is he is up against Mahomes, but I do think taking a crack at Breeze at plus 450, if you don't have a bet on the MVP race yet, might be the way to go. Uh, Harry, what do you say? Yeah, you know, you know, you guys just stole a little bit of my thunder there because I am backing Breeze at plus 450. Hmm. Uh, I 
that it must be a Purdue. T- I might, I must be in a Purdue mm. type of mood because Breeze, you know, <laughs> turns forty in January, and maybe it's just his turn. Maybe it's his time to win it. You know, like I said, he's got fifteen touchdowns. Like you guys said, zero turnovers. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen. He's making. Oh, did he run into? I think 15, he has thir- He's got two rushing touchdowns. Oh, okay, fifteen. Right. Uh, he's making. Uh, he's turning a wide receiver Michael Thomas into a superstar, averaging three hundred yards a game. Uh, in a balanced offense, something he's rarely had. And when it comes to having the most confidence in the last two minutes of a game this year for a drive, for your team to go down the field and for a winning score, I think Breeze is your man. I think he's ahead of Brady, he's ahead of Goff, definitely ahead of Rodgers, and even Mahomes. I think think this might be the year for Breeze to get it done and and finally get one. Well, the other thing is he broke Manning's record. Now, I don't know if that's going to be too far off when, by the time they vote on this in January or February or whenever, but um, I guess it has to be before January. But, you know, th- this all might add up. This all might be pro-Breeze right. backing. Who, who knows what, if it works or not. Uh, Brother Bry, did you also have Gurley at MVP? Yeah, I jumped on Darren's bet at 30-1, to 1, so yeah. I'm in the same boat right now in terms of hedging. Right. and. I think at this point I would hedge with Mahomes. That I know he's only plus one fifty. Uh, I mean, we can put a decent amount of money on him at plus one fifty. I just think at this point in time, again, they're like a video game. I don't see their offense really slowing down at all. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things though I will say is you're going to know over the next like uh, probably four or five weeks who's probably going to win it because. The Rams play the Saints, I think, in what two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're at the Vikings. So the, I think the Saints have a really tough schedule because they're at the Vikings. They're, they have the Rams. They're at Bengals. They have the Eagles. Yeah, uh, the Falcons and at Cowboys. So, and I think um, Mahomes. It, the Kansas City plays the Rams, I think, in about a month as well. So I think the winner of that game probably has a significant advantage, whether it's Gurley or Mahomes. But I'm definitely going to be hedging a little bit. I kind of side with Darren here. I think Breeze is probably going to lose one of one or two of these games on the road. Although I still think they're probably going to finish up like twelve and four. But at this point in time, I think I'm going to put a lot on Mahomes. So everybody else should just bet Breeze. Nah. <laughs> no, this is not going to be one of your bad beats. You'll be you'll be rid of that by then. Let me read some of the other candidates. Aaron Rodgers twelve to one, not happening. Tom Brady twelve to one. Well, I don't know. Maybe do put a few dollars on that because the. Patriots seem to stab everyone in the heart every year anyway. Philip Rivers. Uh, mm. Peter King wrote about Philip Rivers. Well, oh, Master Tate, you spoke you, you piped up there. You like Philip Rivers at that's, fifteen to one? That's the one. Seventeen touchdowns, three interceptions, uh nine point three yards per attempt this year, the highest of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh one seventeen uh pass rating, highest of his career. Uh sixty nine percent completion percentage. They're winning games early. And in December, Philip Rivers always turns it on, but they usually have to chase it. And now they get to play. I think it's like Seahawks, Raiders, Broncos, Cardinals. Wow. Are their next four games. So he'll roast them. And then they're going to play real teams in December. So it gets Steelers, Chargers, Chiefs. And those are three games where he could get back in the division, beat some actual contenders in the AFC. And we know in December people seem to tune in more a little bit to football as the playoffs get closer. And if he plays like he has in the past, I don't know. I like Interesting. Well, the, I mean, can he win it as a wild card? Because they'd have to, they've already lost to the Chiefs. So they're chasing them. And they play in Kansas City. I think it's uh, that, that's yeah, the next time. They yeah, they lost at home. Yeah. yeah. So I think he could win that game at Kansas City, and people will really All right. start to think about him as the MVP. All right, there you go. Those are our MVP thoughts. Uh, one more thing there's a on Bet Online has how many Browns games will end in a tie this season over <laughs> under one and a half? 
Over is five to one. Under is minus one thousand. Does anyone want to make a case for over? <laughs> I do. You do? Good, Harry. <laughs> Mr. What? Purdue. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Purdue. December second. I'm calling it right now. They play at Houston. That has thirteen thirteen written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll probably be more games Listen, between now and then. They have four division yeah. games left. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm calling it. That Houston game has 13-13. Feels like a 6-9 game to me, Harry. I don't see any touchdowns it, 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 in that You game. know what? I was going to go 9-9 to make it a little... I was gonna, actually going to say 11-11, but let's go 13-13. Okay, that's and more make reasonable. That's <laughs> more reasonable. They're both not making I don't know. I, I, just a tie. It's like getting to overtime is ridiculous how many times they've done it this year already. Four times, one, two, and one in overtime. But getting there and then ex- the, the whole 10 minutes expiring with nothing else, I don't know if that happens again. Bri, Barley Kid, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't bet the under, though. I wouldn't bet it. Right. I mean, minus one thousand is way too risky for that because it is fun to root for the Browns in a tie. I'm, I'm rooting for it every week. Right. I was. I was hoping this past game was a tie too. That would have been fun. Well, I wonder if we did that. Yeah, I, I, if we bet against the tie every week, if it would work out to five to one the other way. I don't know. If five to one's enough. Barley kid, yeah. what do you think? No, I, I've already lost money on that bet. Still, right. So. Uh, I, I don't think I would. Uh, I don't think I'd go down that road again. So yeah, Parlay Kid had under one and a half. No, what'd you have? That there won't be a tie this year. I think right? I had, there'd be no ties this right. whole season at plus two forty three hundred. I think it was to start the year, or no? Was it three? No, it was plus one eighty. I think to yeah. start the season, there was no ties. That there'd be no ties at plus one eighty. And then you could bet uh, it I again had that at the beginning. You, of the year. you almost did for week two, and there was a second tie. And then so. I almost uh, yes, I just had forgotten to put yeah to get the bet in. Yeah, I would have right. bet it. I would have lost again. Right, right, or something. I don't even yeah. know. I I think it was something like that. <laughs> All right, oh, let, let's take a break and uh, hand it over to the experts here, my bookie. Hey guys, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, that some of you are still watching football from the sidelines. And whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, MyBookie gives you the chance to create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win, you hit all three, turn 100 into 600. There's so much to bet on, playoff baseball, hockey, primetime fights, and more. MyBookie is the one bet I know you'll be happy with all year round. And here's a great part. My bookie will still match your first deposit dollar for dollar, but you've got to join now because they'll be pulling that offer soon. Log on to my bookie right now and double your money. Use promo code SAL and they'll match your first deposit 100%. That's promo code SAL. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, we're back on Against All Odds. World Series kicks off. Not really kicks off. There's no ball to kick um, in baseball, but tonight... We're recording this Tuesday. I felt bad not talking about baseball in the heart of the World Series, but it's weird. What do we do? We can't talk about Game 2. The Game 1 is going on right now as we speak. Um, game. So I thought we would go over the MVP rankings here. And the problem is Chris Sale's pitching, Clayton Kershaw's pitching. We're going to not count those guys in our MVP analysis, but we're bringing up, I think the four of us are bringing up some long shot candidates. Is that right, Harry? You want to start us off, and these—I should say sure, these I'm are gonna, gonna, go, these gonna change. Cons- uh, these odds are going to change considerably. Sorry, between now and when I'm going to go with Game Two starter for the Red Sox, David Price at mm. eighteen to one. He finally got the monkey off his back, getting the series clinching win 
versus Houston going six strong with no runs and nine Ks. Um, he'll have the support of the Red Sox nation behind him. He goes up against Ryu, who has a 4.40 ERA in this postseason. I'm definitely taking a shot here with Price, but if he wins game two and if he continues to get strikeouts, he has 13 this postseason. In 2015, three starts with Toronto, he had 23 Ks. He could be the sentimental choice for MVP, especially if the Red Sox clinch the series with him on the mound at home. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. So at 18-1, to 1, let's hope the price is right. Decent value. Oh, you got it in there. Good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Brother, you, you almost Bob didn't get it. Be proud, you almost didn't get it. Brother Bri, what do you say? You like that? You like, you like that take? <laughs> you deserve that. Nobody That's likes good. it, Harry. We just tolerate it. <laughs> Brother Bri. I mean, I would say with Harry's, like in order to win this, you have to – that, that starting pitcher has to win two games. Sure. I don't know if the game two starters like tend to win two games. Plus, will a starter even pitch four or five innings in the World Series is another question. Uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing that the, these managers pull these guys right away. So I think that'll be hard for that to hit. Uh, if I had to take a flyer on somebody, I'd probably go for uh, Chris Taylor at 22-1. Mm-hmm. The guy seems to come up big in the postseason. He's Always on base every time I'm watching a game because I'm always betting against them. <laughs> He's always getting a big hit. So far in the playoffs, his on-base percentage is 467. Last year, he was 380. Uh, he's actually worse against lefties, which I find weird considering he'll be facing Sale and Price, but he has more power against them. But but again, at 22-1, to 1, he'll be batting all over the lineup. I think, I think he's batting fifth this first game. He'll probably lead off a game. But he, again, he always comes up with a seems to come up with a big hit. I could see him hitting a few off the off the monster in Boston. So at 22 to one, I like that. He's pretty solid. All right. Parlay kid. Mm. Wow. Sal, I've been cold in baseball, Sal, uh, (laughs) you know, I love the Astros beating the Red Sox. This is, this is a nightmare right now with the Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, I, 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 now I'm thinking the Red Sox are winning the whole thing. So I got to take a Red Sox here and I'm going to be taking Xander Bogarts at 20 to one. Uh, he had a breakout year this year, Sal. Career year highs in almost every one of his categories. And he, uh, in particular, dominates uh, left-handed pitching. And the Dodgers are going to be throwing out three of them. So this is a crapshoot. So you might as well roll the dice on about a 20-to-1 shot. And I, I do like Brian's Taylor there, too. But I do think the Red Sox are the one. So I want to go with the Red Sox. So take Xander Bogarts, 20-to-1, uh, Sal. This hurts you guys. I know. It hurts the Yankee fans. Yeah. Rooting for the Red Sox now. You're going to have money on it somehow. But, um, yeah, I. so here's what we're doing. I mean, Bogarts, Taylor, uh, Harry went with Price. We're we're disregarding Sale, Betts, Kershaw, J.D. Martinez, and Manny Machado right, are the top right. five candidates. But like, let's take a look at the last ten years. It's not always the biggest names. Zobris, Salvador Perez, David Freeze, Renteria. Uh, I think Matsui won it, right, one year for you guys? Was that 09, right? Yeah, Yeah. that was 09. That was exactly what it was. And I'm going Jackie Bradley Jr. The guy won the ALCS MVP, 1.067 OPS, two homers, nine RBIs against Houston, 30 to 1 odds. Let's take him. I think he was 19th or 18th or 19th in exit velocity, and he's going to exit this series with the MVP trophy and 30 to 1 for me. Now, hopefully, he doesn't go too crazy, or none of these guys go too crazy in game one, so we uh, we could jump on. Game two at similar odds. 
Uh, Tate, do you have anything anything to add with this? I like that Kershaw's an underdog in this first game. I think it's the first time he's been an underdog uh, since like 2012 or something. 2012, like. that's yeah. Right. So I, I like when he doesn't have the pressure on him because I feel like every single year it's been all on him. So uh-huh. maybe he'll be more free this year. And if they do win, I think he gets a courtesy MVP vote just because he's carried that team for so long. Yeah, this is it. This is his legacy, right? Mm-hmm. He needs some of that hardware there. He's um, probably the best pitcher this century. Is he the best pitcher this century, Parley Kid? Regular season? Uh, yeah, gotta, regular season, yes. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, I think he has to be. Yeah, I guess so. Isn't that insane yeah, that he hasn't gone? That he's got to do it. He's got to kind of do it. And it starts tonight. Um, Bill Simmons went with Mookie Betts because he's going to play second. Mm-hmm. And if he plays early, there was a stat. There was a, uh, I think, I don't know if I send it to you guys, but minus 200 or plus 200 if he makes an error at second base. So he'll have to play. Three, maybe three games, at least two at second base. So that's going to be interesting. But there you go. Those are our MVP odds for baseball. Now, I want to move on, but I saw something very disturbing. And Tate, I'm bringing you in here. <laughs> uh, Ray Carruth is somehow out of jail. Did a horrible thing. Killed, uh, 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 as premeditated as a murder could get. Killed his pregnant girlfriend. She's out. Uh, the, the, they had the baby. He's out 18 years later. People are looking to buy his Carolina Panthers jersey. And the NFL, to their credit, stepped in front of it and said, no, we're not doing this, sickos. We're not allowing you to do this. But Tate, you have a million jerseys. I need to know. I need to know. And be honest with me because I'll find out. This wasn't you looking to buy one of these jerseys, was no, it? No, it was me looking to buy Rod Smart, he hate me jersey. I think that was the one I was looking for. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. that's bad, too. Yeah, that, that one didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, I just think people are idiots because if you're going to get a number 89 jersey uh, and it's the Panthers, you Steve can just Smith. get Steve Smith. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's an easy fix. Uh, people are the worst. Uh, what kind the- of message are you trying to send here, Parlay Kid, by buying someone buying this jersey? The, no redeemable qualities of this guy at all. Zero, Sal. This yeah. is, uh, thank goodness that the NFL did the right thing with this, and at least they're uh, obviously limiting it or basically eliminating it on their end. So, right. Uh, that, that's the good news. This, okay. this time they got the race situation right. That's right. Yeah, they're they're getting they're right. they're growing here, <laughs> making baby steps here. All right, that brings us <laughs> something a little less serious. Uh, our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling fake gambling propositions as they relate to sports and pop culture events. Uh, there's another royal baby on the way, right? What is it, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle? Is that it? There are odds on that one if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Right. All kinds of stuff going on. It got me thinking, who would make the most, what couple would make the most celebrated baby in America? Now, this is couples we're putting together that aren't actually uh, an item. Uh, all right, Trump and Stormy Daniels is the favorite. It's got to be. Minus 500. LeBron and Serena. What if they were to split up from their significant others and they were to make a baby two to one? Kanye and Khloe Kardashian. Oh my God! Can you imagine? The, the tabloids would explode. Seven to two, or Gronk and Ronda Rousey at six to one, or you can go with the field. Harry, which way are you going? I'm going to go two to one with LeBron and Serena. Uh, their baby would be talked about constantly, and it wouldn't stop <laughs> uh, as years went by. We would be waiting in anticipation to see if their kid was the greatest athlete of all time, right? I mean, it's like creating Superman or Wonder Woman uh, for the sports world. So their baby would not, would just not be the most celebrated now, but for years to come as well. All right. Parlay Kid. 
Sal, I'm going to be taking the field. And congratulations to Prince Harry. But, Sal, this isn't a make-believe couple we're going with here. We're going with an actual couple. And I'm taking Harry from our <laughs> dentist, uh, from the, our own D3 here, Sal. Okay, talk about against all odds. Spending his formative years growing up next to a nuclear power plant. Sperm count, sperm count basically at zero. But if his love interest was yeah. willing okay, to sleep with him, which is a big F because she'd have to sleep with him, yeah. Harry having a baby would be cause for major celebration, Sal. Major I celebration. I, dodged, I admitted earlier I dodged the bullet. So. <laughs> there you go. So I'm taking Harry. And disclaimer here, Harry would be a great dad. Oh, I don't know about that. The guy, he ran <laughs> yeah. down to his car to hear the end yeah, of the Syracuse Sal's kid game. knows that, right? The Harry would be great dad. <laughs> his poor girlfriend's on life support, and he's running off to the, to the parking lot to listen to the, the Troy-South Alabama game. Let's go, Orange. No, <laughs> we, said, okay. we didn't say a good husband. That's right. Okay, a good yeah. dad. No, he would be a good dad. He's really good my kids and all of your kids. And, uh, and uh, you know, he's even uh, – he's in a, a – Paul kid. He's in our kids' fantasy league, and he's even tanking it there on purpose. My, yeah. My, my son yeah, says you're purpose, two, you're right. two and five, Harry. Right? <laughs> Am I two and five? I thought, yeah, man, I thought it was one and six. Maybe oh, one there five. you go. See, that's a good guy. All right, brother Bry, yeah. which one are you saying? All right, yeah, I was originally thinking of the field and going with like Oprah and George Clooney, but I thought <laughs> this should be a little bit more realistic. So, I am definitely going to go with uh, LeBron and Serena, like Harry said. I mean, this baby could become anything. Could become the president. Could be the best athlete of all time. I think. To me, it would be just the most fun to see what sport the baby chose. Yeah, I think that would just be an event. Um, but I don't. There hasn't. What was the last couple uh, in sports? What was the biggest sport couple to ever have a kid? Is it like Agassi and Steffi Graf? I'm trying to think. I guess so. Uh, Nomar and um, who was the soccer player? Who was he with? Tate. Mia Hamm. Oh, Mia, Mia Hamm. Yeah. Yeah. That might yeah. be the yeah, last there's, one. I mean, there's Harry, only a few. So I, this would by far be, I mean, for a sports pod, I think, I, I'd have to go with the sports couple. This would be great. For the same reason, I go with Gronk and Ronda Rousey. I think as far as creating a super, and Harry brought up super superheroes, this is what, this yeah. is I've, Ivan Drago, but you don't have to do it in a, in a vacuum. You could actually come up with this. I would kill to see what this kid came out, and I, I don't know what it would look like. Tate. What do you think Gronk and, and Ronda Rousey would produce? Uh, you know, someone that probably doesn't deliver in prime time like you'd hope. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, just kidding. A lot of, <laughs> lot of injuries? <laughs> a lot of injuries. A lot of wasted time. Uh, I, I didn't know this was necessarily sports, so I had Jack Nicholson and Meryl Streep just for, <laughs> just for the future of acting. How are they? I, I think we need to teach you biology. <laughs> I don't th- they're not really. Well, you never know in Hollywood. All anything right. can happen. Okay. It's the magic baby. <laughs> I guess they'd, they'd adopt the magic baby or something. All right. Well, that was ridiculous. And another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Uh, let's go to our mailbag right now. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. That's where you could reach us. We're always looking for new members of the Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. Tell us some of your bad beats, some of your worst bets, some something maybe terrible you did to avoid paying a bookie. We wanna we wanna induct people into our Degenerate Gamble Hall of Fame in Pahrump, Nevada. Um, we didn't get well. We got one. We got one. I want to read it. Uh, hey Sal, I've got a potential bid for the Degenerate Hall of Fame. I'm 23 and from Australia. 
And late last year, we had a referendum to pass gay marriage. Whilst it was kind of foregone conclusion that would pass, I found an online bookie who would offer markets by percentages, kind of like a margin bet. I bet it passing by 50 to 59% at three to one odds early on and was lucky that I did cause all the bookmakers in Australia got such bad press for offering the odds that they eventually ended up taking them down shortly after. Feeling confident about the bet, I scheduled an expensive dinner with my then-girlfriend for the Saturday after the vote results were counted with the assumption that the money would cover it. Sure enough, results come through. Vote passes by 61%, leaving me out of the money looking like an idiot. Me and my girlfriend ended up getting in a massive argument, split up within the week all whilst looking very morally questionable for betting on people's civil rights. Love the pod and keep up the good work. Mitch from Sydney. Uh, there you go. Thanks, Mitch from Sydney. All right. I also got something today. I forwarded you guys that Australia is the worst gamblers, yeah. worst sports gamblers in the world. The average person has lost $1,000, the average grown-up. And Harry, wow. then I find yeah. out, is DMing um, some of our listeners from Australia, right? <laughs> You guys yeah, they're, they're inquiring about us and me and uh, want picks. It's uh, inter- very interesting. They want picks from you? They they're, are they're the worst. They're like newbies. They're like learning it. They know it, but they don't know it. You know what I'm saying? So they I want mean, more info. I mean, how bad the must they be? A, the pod isn't enough. As a nation, how bad must they be at gambling if they're soliciting picks uh, from you and by direct oh, message? Shit. All right, Harry. So this guy, Mitchell, is he in or out? <sighs> Uh, not good enough for me. I, I I hear what he's saying and everything, and, and I'm sorry about the breaking up with the, the girlfriend. <laughs> right. But uh, not good enough for me. All I right. gotta say no. All right, Paula kid. Yes, yeah, Sal. Uh, we kind of got hammered the last time we selected somebody. I think that right. person even had more criteria than this person. Yeah. I think this is just it's a very interesting thing to bet on. Mm-hmm. Um, the line was even they got you know lambasted for it too, and they took down the whole line. I guess, but. Yeah. Uh, tough break. I just don't think uh, it's worth uh, worthy of uh, induction. Right. Okay, brother Bry. Yeah, I agree with these guys. Uh, I, I mean, essentially, he just had to pay for an expensive dinner, so it's yeah. not like uh, you know. Uh, yeah, and like Darren was saying, I I'm get, I'm going to get shit on if I vote this guy, and right. so I definitely can't do it. Brother Bry is coming off four bad beats in a row. He doesn't care about <laughs> expensive yeah. dinner. The guy lost. We still love Australia, though. Still of course. Love, still love them. They need our help, yeah. apparently. Can you guys tell my pulse is like a 40 right now? <laughs> yeah. I, think I had over <laughs> under 38 and a half, but yeah, it's probably around 40. Uh, and, uh, I'm going I'm to say when, no. When I'll, it, I'll say no, too. I think he could have spiced up the story. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was... His girlfriend was a guy, yeah. That, and then the gay, the gay mm. marriage thing makes a little more sense. And then they broke up or something. I don't know. Uh, not, I don't want people making up stories, but uh, I'm yeah. sorry, Mitchell. We appreciate the uh, email, yeah. And we hope you find a winner in a, in a winning relationship. But uh, you are not going to be going to Pahrump anytime soon, right? But what do you think, Tate? You, you go along with that? No, I agree. I think at the end he should have said it. Now I'm gay, and I just right. got married in Australia. And thank you so much for this all working. <laughs> yeah, out. You do know all I mean? that. Yeah. Do all that, and that come back might, to us. Yeah, and then uh, that would have sold me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, one more. Hey, Sal, I love the podcast. Quick question. What is the theme song that plays at the beginning of the podcast? I love to make it a ringtone on my phone. Thanks, John. That's the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. The name of the song is Na Na Na, right? Isn't it just Na Na Na, Tate? Yes. It's just Na Na Na. And I'm going to see the Boss Tones tonight. They're on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, it won't matter because by the time you listen to this, it'll be Wednesday and that's Tuesday. But yeah, he charged me $500 for that song. My good friend Dickie charged me $500. And, uh, and he said it was a good deal. He claims it's a good deal. Yeah. And, uh, and no one's ever oh, heard yeah, that Dickie, song. I, and I bought him dinner last Sunday, too. You did? 
Yeah, I remember. Really? You were there. Off your gay marriage money winnings? <laughs> what was that? I didn't know that. All right. Cousin <laughs> Sal against all odds at gmail.com. And that's where you can reach us. Let's take another break real quick. Hey, guys, listen up. If you bet on sports, you need to check out SportsInformationTraders.com. John Price at SportsInformationTraders.com is the man that can help you make money this football season. He knows the lines better than anyone else in the country, specializes in line movement and value. So when you sign up with SportsInformationTraders.com, you get the best lines and premium information before the public does. He can help make you up to five times your investment in just 90 days. Go to SportsInformationTraders.com right now and learn why John Price is the only sports wagering analyst with a weekly feature in Forbes magazine. If you want to win, give Sports Information Traders a call. 866-441-2711. That's 866-441-2711. Simply call and ask about the 90-day special. John Price is a proven winner and has been among the best for years with documented success in the Las Vegas Super Contest. Just call 866-441-2711 or go to sportsinformationtraders.com. Watch football, make money. It's that simple. All right, we're back. Against all odds, Cousin Sal, Tate Frazier, the degenerate trifecta. This is it. This is what I think everyone's waiting for. It's Sharp Tank. These guys give me a bet. I think it over. I pick one of them, and then I bet a massive amount of money on them. Then I scream at them after they lose. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But uh, we've been doing well with this, and now it's like getting a little sketchy. We didn't do it last week because it was me, and it was Simmons and Joe House. We went over NBA Futures last week. These guys have had a week to think this over. Parlay Kid, I think you're coming off a winning streak, so why don't you start us off? Yeah, so I'm 5-1 and one on the uh, football season so far. I mm. uh, hit a uh, teaser my last time. People out there are saying, Parlay Kid, get stop the teasers right here. The White Rhino, your buddy, the White Rhino oh. in Vegas yep. is... Uh, he's, calling you the te- he's calling you the teaser, Kid. Yeah, he wants me to do a parlay, so... Sal, I'm coming out with a major parlay this week. Uh, Six-team NFL Moneyline Parlay. So I'm back because I built up such winnings here, Sal. Mm-hmm. I can afford to do this right now. This is, this is what happens. When you, when, you, when you win like this, you can afford to uh, get a little risky right. here. So, Pat- so Patriots, Moneyline Parlay. Pa- Patriots, Rams, Chiefs, right? No, I don't have the Patriots. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, leaving the Patriots off. Of okay. It, so. All right, all right. All right? I'm leaving them off of it because they're such favorites. That it's not even going to get me any money here. All right. So, um, so I'm going to go through it pretty quick. I won't elaborate too much on each game. All right. So, so I'm going to go with the Eagles minus 170 over the Jags. The Jags seem to be in disarray right now. I still think Wentz is the best quarterback on the field, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they're traveling to Jacksonville, I don't think this is going to matter. I think the Eagles... Uh, the Jags will show some fight. Eagles win the game. Uh, Steelers here coming off a bye. I'm taking them. Uh, I don't. I don't see uh, Cleveland um, coming off a hard fought another overtime loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers off a bye. I don't think Big Ben weather is going to be a little rough here on the East Coast uh, this weekend. Uh, I think Big Ben is going to be more equipped for that. Take them. Uh, Rams minus four twenty mm-hmm. uh, over the Packers. Uh, they're just the best team in football, Sal. Yeah. I, even even uh, I love the Chiefs, but I still think the Rams could possibly go undefeated. Uh, the Panthers, Sal, they're a slight underdog in this game. I'm taking them I on the money line. Can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a strange. That's, I know it's a fishy line, which sometimes when you see that, it makes you really wonder. I just think the Panthers at home, 
against the Ravens. Uh, it could be close. I just think Newton, what a way to end, uh, played an unbelievable fourth quarter the other day. I think Tremendous. he carries that momentum over. They win the game. Bengals over the Bucks. Bucks won in overtime. They're somehow three and three. Bengals are now four and three. I think you still like the Bengals, so this I is do. a must win for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, at home, got to get back on the winning track. And of course, the Chiefs minus 600 over the Broncos. So, Broncos had their chance about four weeks ago to beat the Chiefs. It didn't happen. Yep. Uh, they're not going to beat them this time in KC. That all adds up to a 7-1 to parlay. Uh, Eagles, Steelers, Panthers, Rams, Bengals, Chiefs. Okay. Lock it up. All right. 7-1 to on those six. That's pretty good. You, you said Eagles at Jags. You know that game's in London, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're that's right. Okay. You're that's right. all right. So that's, that's even more... So that's even more helpful. Sure. That's okay. even more helpful. All so, right. I'll revisit and, uh, that in a minute. Seven to one odds on those six teams. Uh, Harry, what do you like? Uh, yeah, I'm coming off that loss. So I, I thought that I thought the Raiders were a real NFL team, maybe, and could score some points. Oh. So uh, my four-game winning streak, sorry, Bri, but four-game <laughs> winning streak uh, for best bets is down the tubes. We're going to come back this week with the Vikings. In a second game at home versus the Saints on Sunday night, the Vikings are on a three-game winning streak, which includes two of those games on the road and winning by an average of 11 points per game. With Tavius Murray looked real good this past week with two touchdowns on the ground. Yeah. Adam Thielen again had another 100-yard game. What else is new? Plus, in their season opener versus the Saints last year, he had 157 yards against that secondary. In both wins versus New Orleans last year, Minnesota had three different players have catches for 25 yards or more. The Vikings are 8-1 and one straight up in their last nine games versus the NFC South while outscoring them in those games by a total of 88 points. This will be the Saints' fourth road game in the last five, and with the emotion, emotional run Breeze has had with the yards record on Monday night versus Washington and his 500 touchdown pass last week, Mike Zimmer's defense put the stop to the Saints. Plus, Saints play in the game of the week after this week at home against the Rams. We mentioned that earlier. So the Vikings continue to stop the Saints. Minnesota 33, Saints 19. Mm, okay. Brother Bry? All right. I'll, I will say I actually really like Harry's bet, um, although my only concern would be like a revenge game from yeah, last year. That's only concern, say. but yeah. I do like it. But uh, So I'm going to go with Texas A&M plus three at Mississippi State. Look, I've watched pretty much every Mississippi State game because I, uh, I think I bet they're over eight and a half at the beginning of the year. But I'm not sure what is wrong with their offense. Granted, they've played some top defenses, but in their last four games, they've scored three points, 23, six, and seven. Now they go up against Texas A&M, who is fourth in the country against the run. That's pretty much all Mississippi State does. Nick, Nick Fitzgerald, they pretty much just design runs for him. He's only completing 47% of his passes. Uh, while I think Mississippi's def- Mississippi State's defense is great, I think Kelamon will probably at least get them at 20, 24 points. I think that's more than enough against Mississippi State. Uh, I think this is a, a close game, but I'll definitely I love getting the three points there. All right. Wow. Okay. So let me look at this. Harry Vikings plus one over New Orleans, 33-19. I'll oh, pick, pick them. I'll pick them. Oh, that's that's very different. Let me think about this now. No, um, <laughs> I, I don't like that revenge part of it. I don't like betting against Drew Brees right now. 
I just can't do it. I would love the Vikings in this spot, except I'm, I'm all of a sudden in love with Drew Brees. I don't know how he does it, and that revenge factor is is going to stop me. I, I I do think you. I just don't want. I just want to stay away from it. I don't. I don't trust the spread or anything here. I'm sorry, Harry. You're on your own with this one. Uh, so now it's Parley Kid or Brother Bry. Parley Kid. Eagles, Jags, I do think Eagles are better. I think the Steelers are embarrassed to have tied the Browns. They'll win that. Rams are yep. better. They're going to score 38-40 by accident against the Packers. Um, Bengals will beat the Bucks. Chiefs should beat the Broncos. They already won that Monday night. Um, I, I don't understand this Panthers-Raiders bet at all, uh, line at all. And I think I need to stay. I, I right. love what, what – why – why should they be plus one? Like this should, so the Ravens at home would be like mm. minus six. I don't understand this at all. Except that the yeah. Ravens seem to screw up every single one of my bets. Um, right. But, but he had Tate. What do you think of this? Are you confident in the Panthers here? Uh, I'm confident in the Panthers. The only game that scares me is that Jaguars game. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Right. And the Panthers is Ray Carruth mm. going to be? Re- is he going to suit up or is he? They needs another week. <laughs> I think suit up in a straight jacket, hopefully. Okay, good. <sighs> Parley kid, I don't know. Brother Bry doesn't need my bad luck following him, but he needs something. I'm gonna I'm gonna back him. I'm sorry, I'm taking Brother Bry, yeah. Texas AM plus three over Mississippi State. I'm sure Clay Travis will have the other side and the over and under, and I'll have to go three different ways rooting for this. But Brother Bry, let's get back on the board here. Plus three, Texas right. AM over Mississippi State. There you go. That's my sharp tank. That's my pick. We're betting that. Uh, we had a good time in Brooklyn, right? We watched football all day. That was two two Sundays ago. We actually won money together, I think, for the first time. Is that mm. happen? No, never happens when we're together in Vegas, right? Never happens. We always <laughs> get killed. This is definitely the first time we all won. That was nice. That was nice. And we went it's to a, tough. It's tough for you guys making that uh, watching those games from the East Coast, though, right? So it when is you get so used to weird. The West Coast. It's so weird when a baseball game is starting at eight forty at night. And brother Brian and I and my friend Tony Barbieri, big Dodger fan, we toughed it out at a bar that wasn't even open at two thirty in the morning, the hotel bar, watching that fourteen inning. Was it fourteen inning Dodger Brewer game? Yeah, I don't know how uh, you guys 13, do. 13, thirteen innings, oh, yeah, 13. thirteen innings, but went to like two thirty in the morning, and uh, I don't know. I did that for twenty seven years. I don't know why I'm so surprised at at the late starts there. Harry, you went to a Ranger <laughs> game, right? Yeah, I went with my boss Ken and his family. Uh, had a good time actually. That's what we have season tickets to the Coyotes, and boy, uh, it's a different <laughs> experience going to that than going to the Coyotes. What does that mean? Actually, boss. I went with my boss Ken and his family, but I had a good time actually. You, you normally don't have a good time. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might have slipped. Uh, I, I just sent that to I Ken. Meant, I meant that the, 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 the game experience was uh, a good time yeah. instead of going to the boring-ass Coyotes. Right. You meant once again I had a good time with my boss, Ken, and his family. Yes, yes. By, by the way, did you did you like his did you, the video he sent when he was in Vegas this past weekend at that Caesars Palace party? Ridiculous, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got, he got something in the mail or you're, you're, he, he got a free... You gotta get get these freebies and uh, mm-hmm. and, and do this big elaborate uh, Caesar's Palace thing tape where people are dressed like uh, from from Greece, where they're just like they're they're Caesar. They're 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 dressed in costume and music is ridiculous. Togas. He got smoked too, by the way. On the uh, he needed that the. Chiefs yeah, over. Bengal game to go over too. Everybody knew like that. 1400. Oh, that was terrible. What kind of lawsuit did he draw up against Caesar's Palace <laughs> to get that invite? <laughs> <laughs> That's really the question of right. the day. All right, Harry, where can people find you on uh, Twitter? People can 
find me <laughs> at AOHarry. I am 10 followers away from 6,000. Uh, let's make that Amazing. happen. Let's make that happen already. And, and thoughts and yeah. prayers to Harry's girlfriend, or really just for being Harry's girlfriend first, and then also to be in, a, in <laughs> no doubt. better health, right? No doubt. But, uh, uh, she's getting a little better, but thank you. There you go. Brother Bry, how about I'm you? At the Brother Bry, um, I didn't have a, I was one and three last week in the college picks I gave out, but overall I'm 17 and 11. I know Harry's had a good run too. Harry, what are you? Uh, nine and two over the last yeah. three weeks in college, uh, releasing my picks. Yeah, on Twitter. And, yeah, in the seven weeks, I'm, yeah, 17, 11. So that's still like uh, 60%. So that's good. All right. And uh, what do you go? Oh, so you, you know, you already have a winner, Texas A&M plus three. So you just have to pick three yeah, more. You'll, re- you'll release it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Parlay Kid, big game against Hampton Bays. Your son took a, I, you said the picture. It looked like a bad injury. Is he going to play? Yeah. Uh, well, geez, Sal. They uh, played Friday night, tough loss. I think a, a lot of it was just because my son uh, got hurt very early in the game. Right. He actually stayed in the game, played through it. You saw the picture, Sal. I, yeah. You know, it's ex- it looks exactly, if you look at Brady's uh, ACL, uh, MCL tear uh, mm-hmm. from 2006, right. it is the exact same picture with his leg literally like looked like it's like from the knee down, like bent in half. Right. Um. By the grace of God, I, you know, um, somehow or another, uh, that um, he's uh, he's going to be okay. I, I just, right. He's still uh, limping around. I, I would say his status is doubtful this week. Mm. Uh, at the game, at the uh, the competition, this is probably the uh, you know I don't. It's probably the worst team in Suffolk County they're playing this week uh, here. So. Uh, okay. They don't need him to win this game, and mm-hmm. probably for precautionary reasons, they would keep him out. Uh, he wants to play. He's never missed a game or practice in his whole life, and uh, that means a lot to him. So yeah. uh, he's actually at uh, uh, rehab right now, trying to get to this leg ready to go. But right. um, I don't know if that's going to happen. Okay. Well, I mean, it might be a similar injury to Tom Brady, but Tom Brady had the luxury of not having a father who was going to kick him out of the house if he didn't play the, the weekend, right? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Darren was, Darren was definitely in worse shape than Kyle was over these last four or five years. Oh, really? Oh, well, you got to remember, you'd miss the whole year. It would be over. It was, it was oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, and sure. all accounts, it looked like it was. It it did. It looked like it was. The doctor said it was. Uh, oh man, one in a hundred probably that. Uh, wow. That he turned out this way. Yeah, about ninety nine out of a hundred, he would have been. Like he wow. just just based on the, the swelling and the the picture, that right. uh, that he got. We he thought for sure he was, he had like a ACL tear. So. Well, that's good. Uh, the doctor's working. awesome, by the way, man. You get this is this guy is uh, fantastic. So how much do you have to pay him on the side? And to, by the way, I won't mention his name, but his brother was uh, quarterback at Indiana in the uh, late 1980s. Oh. He won quarterback in Indiana. Yeah. There you go. So. All right. Good. 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 All right. So, and what, where's your Twitter? Where, maybe we can get updates at uh, uh, at the Chalk Talker. At the Chalk Talker. Okay, Tate. You have a lot of stuff going on too, right? College basketball nipping at our heels. We're yeah, getting, it's so close, there. so close. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, probably kid, you reminded me of the Mr. Marinovich. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's who he uh, is, yeah, right? In a good way. 
in a good way, though. Yeah, you're not. I think that 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 goes both ways for the talent of the kid and everything. I feed my kids McDonald's almost every night, so I'm not even close to that. So. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Uh, yeah, at Dave Frazier, one shining pod. Uh, we're going in a couple of weeks. We're almost there. We're going to be on the road for four shows, um, and then GM Street Tuesdays and Fridays with Michael Lombardi. Lombardi's been on fire lately, so mm-hmm. all good things. Good, good. And Tate, you and Mark Titus will be at my Halloween party this Saturday, yes. right? Yes, very excited. That's going to be crazy. I wish the D3 would be there. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I think they're going to come out yeah, for we're the... we're going to have to get there next year. Yeah, we'll hey, figure you know it out. Who's going to be there? Who? My boss, Ken, will be there. Yes. Wait, Perfect. oh, you're not coming here? I forgot. You were supposed to come. I, t- I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see. I'm going to see how she's feeling. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to blow Wait, off the party? Wait, what's Ken's costume, Harry? Yeah, Ken's what's... costume, he's keeping it a secret. He's not revealing it to me. Oh, okay. Keeping it a secret. Harry's going to pretend to care for his girlfriend while he's, he'll be in the car. Will you at least wear a costume while you listen to the Syracuse game on the radio in your car? <laughs> I could do that. All right. I could do that. Tough, yeah, tough game, but yeah. Sure. All right. There you go. Uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Hey, shoot us an email, why don't you? Cousin Sal, Against All Odds at gmail.com. Lock it in Monday through Friday, Fox Sports 1. I'm on that show and watch Jimmy Kimmel Live. 11.35 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. That's that for Tate Frazier and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-